Hello, welcome back to your podcast for New York City taxi driver. My name is Mario Sena, president of Agape Transportation. And on this podcast, we have special guests today. Nada, no more, no less than our TLC commissioner, Mr. David Doe, is going to be with us today. Um, don't go away. We're just starting. Great. Uh, Mario, thank you so much for uh, allowing me to be on Agape's podcast. It's a true honor to be here today to talk not only to uh, the industry, but to talk to you uh, and your organization about uh, all the things that we have planned. Uh, but the Taxi and Limousine Commission is a commission that uh, licenses over 180,000 drivers, over 120,000 vehicles. And so we're very excited to outreach and to meet drivers where they are. So this is an incredible opportunity uh, for me to be here today, to talk to our drivers, to talk to you, and see what we have planned ahead. And so thank you so much for allowing me to be here today. Awesome. No, thank you. Thank you, Commissioner David Doe. Uh, for taking your time to to share with us, I mean this, uh, uh, we usually do that for keeping the the drivers of New York City informed of what's going on, what what the, the last new, and of course uh, the highest authority on the TLC is is for us a privilege. It's an honor to have you here. Oh, thank course, you. I appreciate uh, that. Commissioner. Yeah. So uh, you know a little bit about us. So we want to know about you. So people know about us. Uh, you've been here how long uh, as a almost uh, almost a year and six months. Oh, yeah. So nice. look like yesterday. Time flies, right? Yes. You yes. know, uh, I uh, I was appointed by Mayor Adams in May of 22, uh, and then got into through the council period uh, June 1st, uh, and I started on June 1st or so. Awesome, awesome. I heard you have some already had some. Uh, experience on, on the transportation industry. That's right. So, I came from D.C. Uh, I uh, regulated the Department of Four Hire Vehicles, uh, which is a much smaller entity than maybe. New York City. And what I've learned is that, you know, uh, that New York City has a lot of stakeholders, uh, has a lot of different views on a lot of different things. Right. And so regulating an industry that has our liveries, our Lux limos, your industry, the traditional yellow, FHV, high volume, Uber and Lyft, it's very complicated. And everyone has a different view uh, on a different sorts of, uh, you know, our regulatory structure. And I get a lot of different views and I have to distill that and make the best decision uh, for the entire industry, for our passengers, for our industry stakeholders. But, you know, my main focus oftentimes is our drivers. Absolutely. No. And we appreciate that. So I'm coming from the industry. I, I myself, I was a taxi driver for 35 years in New York City. I, I usually say I've I, I, I driven one million miles in the wow. tri-state area. So I know all the new buildings, how they come up. When I drive around with my wife, I, I tell them, I used to see that when they started that one, or okay. that highway when they started. She, I know you have told me uh, so many times already, because that was my life on the, on, on the street. But I, I really appreciate it. I've been following you uh, uh, because you have been interested in, in know the different sectors right. of the industry, not just uh, the office. I mean, how direct the, the TLC office. You've been uh, with the Liberty uh, Institution. You've been with the Black Heart people. You've been with the Uber. You've been with the, right. the Yellow Cab. I mean, it's important to know all the aspects of the 
of the of the industry. Uh, right. On our side, as a driver, we see also also uh, we only see as a driver. So what is benefiting me or, or what is uh, hurting me on the industry uh, 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 from uh, your regulation right. as a driver? So, but we should be able to to see all the aspects because uh, there is a lot of thing going on that we as a driver or as a base owner we don't know that you that you have it yourself because this old sector have to be satisfied. I mean, looking for the service for the for the customer number one, and then the drivers because I always say without the drivers we don't have an industry. That's why it's so important that we look for the uh, regulation that benefit and uh, do. And make the thing less uh, difficult. That's right for the drivers. So, yeah, that's right. Uh, and you know, uh, when I look at the regulatory structure of uh, New York City, right? It's I can't make everyone happy all the time. And you know, uh, and sometimes you know that's my job to make the best decision uh, that balances all the industry stakeholders. There's a lot of voices, and you know, if I make everyone happy, I'm not doing my job. Uh, but you know, uh, like like you, you're a 30 year veteran of driving, right? I I also drive. I'm one year uh, old when getting my TLC license, and so I'm pretty new in all this. But in the last year since I've driven, I've driven a yellow, I've driven a livery, I've driven uh, a black car, uh, and so I truly want to experience what drivers are experiencing on a regular basis: sitting behind the wheel, understanding what drivers go through. Uh, because I, I think for many commissioners, right, they regulate from th 33 Beaver Street. They don't regulate for where the drivers sit. And so it's really important to me to learn every single aspect of every single person's experience within the New York City's uh, regulatory framework. It is important to me. And, you know, most recently uh, I drove uh, from uh, Upper Harlem to Inwood, all the way to the Bronx, right? And I met with a variety of different car bases. Uh, and what I understood, right, is that our community car bases, our livery bases, bases like yours, are truly important to the communities we serve. And that's what I'm going for, right? Uh, through my regulatory structures. I wanna understand, I wanna be with our passengers and I wanna see what challenges there are so that we can overcome them together. And that's my main goal. It's a lot of pressure that we have as a driver. Regulation, the speed limit, the camera. I mean, we didn't have camera in the 80s. With speed or, or red light camera, we didn't have that thing. So that is, it's like changing the culture of, of the driving in New York City. I understand that. The same thing with the uh, bus lane, with the bicycle lane. I mean, it, it's new to us as driver. And it's, I mean, to, to digest all the changes for the taxi driver is, is very, very difficult. I think that's right. I think that there's a lot of rules to the road and uh, we are looking at data. We're looking at um, camera tickets. We're looking at uh, behavior across our city. But one thing I think we, we, we can collectively agree on is that we want safer roads. We want to ensure that uh, no one dies uh, on our roadways. And that's our vision, right? That is our long-term vision to have safer roadways for our drivers, for our pedestrians, for our bicyclists. Uh, and so what that means is that we have to share the road. Is that, What that means is that we have to follow roadway uh, rules and laws, right? And I know it's sometimes very difficult, especially when a driver has to pick up and drop off in a bus lane, for example. Yeah. 
Uh, and, you know, right behind them, there is a bus that's coming down and they might get a snap ticket, right? Correct. And so these are challenges of the roadways, but I implore all drivers to follow the rules of the roadway. And so if they're going to pick up and drop off in a bus lane, they need to make that next right. They can't go uh, and decide they want to go to the left lane. Oftentimes I see that on the roadways mm -hmm. uh, or uh, in a bike lane. Don't park in a bike lane. That is where you're going to get a ticket very easily or a summons very easily from the TLC, from NYPD or from one of our partners. And so I always implore our drivers, if you drive safely, if you follow the road, the rules of the roadway, you're not going to get a summons and you're going to be better for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But as I, I, I tell you, Commissioner, is is to adapt to the, 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 the lifestyle of uh, the, the the way we used to drive in the city, the timing for the for the for the driver. You have you have ten hours, eight hours to That's make right. it. So if 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 it doesn't make it, it next day. But uh, that day they, they want to to be sure that they complete whatever they 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 in the morning say I'm gonna make two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. Yep. Or even 600 if you work for Agape, of course. All right, there you go. <laughs> uh, that, that's a good plug for you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Evie, Evie, the driver's waiting for the EBIT. Evie, Evie, Evie. How many EBIT uh, uh, new plates we, we you registered with that? Uh, this, yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, I think that what we're very proud of is our EV exemption, uh, is that it provides a pathway for many drivers to earn a middle-class living, right? This is something that is incredibly important to me. It's incredibly important to our mayor. It's incredibly important to you as a business owner for drivers to be able to own their own car. What we have been seeing is that drivers were paying as much as $900 a week right. to rent a Suburban. Right now, they're moving away from a gas-guzzling vehicle to going into a Model Y, and they're saving upwards of $300 per week. Right. So after insurance, after everything else, this driver might be paying $600 per week for his own Model Y. And at the end of that lease, guess what? He gets to keep his own car. That yeah. is what we want to do, right? And this is something that I have been focused on to make our drivers' lives a lot better. Um, we have had 9,756 additional licenses. How but, you? Okay. but what is amazing by that, right, is that I get a lot of criticism from a lot of people across our industry that they're going to mega corporations, that they're going to corporations like Hertz or Revel uh, or, or big leasing companies. That's not true. 88% of our licenses, the, the 9,756, went to individuals. And then about a, th a little over 1,000 went to corporations. But what does that mean, right? When I looked at the data, many of those that went to corporations were corporations in the individual's name, right? Gotcha. Right, because that, that happens a lot, right? So it is David Doe LLC, it is Maro Senna LLC, right? And they put their one vehicle that they own mm -hmm. into the LLC. It is because they want protections as a corporate entity, just like many others want that corporate protection. But it's still going to an individual. Yeah, that, that's great because they outside the driver have the perception that that the that the big company has the most of the, the new plates. I don't know where they get that from. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, think that it's always a, a, the view that when the TLC does something, it is to do something for a corporation. That is not the case. My job has always been to make sure that the industry as a whole uh, is thriving, making sure that our drivers make the most money as they can. 
for the passengers to have a safe ride, right? And, and those are the things that I focus on on a regular basis to make sure that a regulatory framework, it is for our passengers and our drivers, right? And, and, and that's, I think, what we all strive for. Because like you said, without drivers, you don't have an industry, you don't have a business. And so that is what's incredibly important for both regulators and the corporations. Absolutely, but uh, as you say, it's, as somebody said that it's insane to try to have everybody happy. It's impossible it's to impossible. have everybody. Yeah, so, but you, you have done a, a great job in um, getting informed from all the aspect of the industry. And then you can, you know, uh, you can bring Uh, ideas, new ideas, and all. Are you actively in the industry? You just you, you said it. You, you're the first commission to have a TLC uh, driver license right. to work uh, as a as a taxi driver. Yeah. I mean that uh, that's awesome. That tells a lot of things about you. Yeah, but you know, it's not all about the driving part of it, right? Mm -hmm. I think I want to give drivers access to the commissioner. When I go to LaGuardia Airport, just right down the street from here. I, and I wait in line, the drivers can talk to me, right? The drivers has access to see what their problems are, be it uh, in the yellow lanes. I hear a lot about the taxi improvement fund mm. and how they're not getting paid from the TLC. Well, then I can go back and say to my team members, what is going on? How can we change the infrastructure of our government agency? And, you know, I, 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 I'm always passionate about improving government efficiency. And then I can go back and talk to my staff members and say, this is what, what we're doing. This is how we should do it. And this is how we can improve uh, our city's uh, technological infrastructure, but also our business practices to improve it, to address concerns from you, from our drivers, from our small businesses, because this is how is keeping the city moving. And I want to continue. This transportation sector keeps our city moving. I want to keep our city moving. Absolutely, absolutely. And we appreciate all the time that, that you... Um, I, I see you different from from uh, the other commissioner. They did something different. Each one, you know, brings something different. But you, you've been involved directly with... Uh, you look like my, my, my good uh, brother and friends uh, from DOT. Yeah. Idanis Rodriguez at DOT, he did that guy work with his heart. He wants to improve the, the, the quality of life of, of the, the streets outside, including the taxi drivers, everybody else over there. So uh, I mean, we're going to have a, him as a guest. Uh, That's great. Soon, yeah. Idani Rodriguez, yeah. My, my, my brother, my brother. So he, it's coming soon to, to right. uh, share with us uh, because the driver wanted, once you understand why a bus lane, why you taking taking the space from the drivers to give it to the, to the, the bus lane, I mean, he, I went to one of those uh, presentations and we were fascinated how that improved the traffic actually yeah. uh, on the street. Yeah. So we're going to have him uh, very soon. Well, you know, yeah. Commissioner Rodriguez is a true friend of mine. He's a mentor. He has been uh, part of New York City politics for a long time. And now I'm so appreciative uh, that he is our DOT commissioner. He has a long term vision of how we move the city forward. And you're right, right? You know, bus lanes, bike lanes, move people faster. And that is what is important, right? And so if traffic moves faster, guess what? Drivers can move faster. And I think that's, uh, that is a goal of our, all of ours because we wanna make sure that congestion is not a place that drivers can go to point A to point B in an efficient manner so that they can serve their customers better. And then they can go on to the next customer.
right? Efficiency is where Adonis and I uh, ha have a, a, a very much an aligned vision. But what, what is more important is that we have a strong ally at the DOT because Adonis has always been uh, for our drivers. He has been yeah. a driver himself. Yes. He is an advocate for all of us. And so that is why I truly respect him and I truly love working with him because he has an overall vision for our city and not just one point of vision. And that is important in any commissioner. And like you said, like we, it's important for us to engage with many different people and Adonis does that. And so I, I truly appreciate it. I'm so excited uh, to hear him on uh, our podcast in the future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you, you've been doing something very interesting. You you get, you have linked with the DOT and also the MTA. MTA. That's the three major factors of transportation, road, and, and right. services. That That's a genius idea. I mean, it has to be like this. And, and the Port Authority, right? Port Authority, And so yes. we all partner uh, across the board, I, I meet with the MTA on a regular basis. I meet with Adonis uh, on a regular basis. And I also meet with Rick Cotton at the MTA on a regular basis because our city's infrastructure is so intertwined amongst different entities. Yep. And if we can work together, we can build a better city for it. Um, and so these task force, these meetings that we have to not only look at what contributions uh, that the New York City for hire vehicle sector does to our entire transportation sector, but also how we can stop things like hustling at yeah. an airport, which is an incredibly important thing, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it is taking <laughs> an illegal hustler is taking away real business from a licensed driver. And that's why I'm so focused on that at our airports, at our both JFK and LaGuardia. Right, because I want to make sure that these hustlers are not operating illegally and not taking away from your drivers. Absolutely, I, I, I've seen it for, for years, and I I can't stand that, that kind of. Uh, it's amazing. And, and you know, the, the <laughs> worst part of all that is that they're scamming passengers out of a lot of money. Yes, and yes, they're taking yes, passengers' yes. luggage, right, yeah. as hostage. Yeah, Unless you pay me X amount of dollars, I'm not giving it back to you. And so imagine when, you know, uh, someone from uh, our Latin countries visit for the first time. And the first thing they experience is a scam. Yeah. That's not nice. Yeah. And so that's what we want to prevent. And that's why these partnerships across the board are so important. Very important. I always seen that like powerless from the Port Authority at the airports. I don't know why so long. We have in that kind of situation with drivers, unlicensed drivers. I mean, people don't know. They, they just want a ride and they, as you say, go through through that experience. Uh, terrible. So going back to the EV, electrical yes. vehicle. Okay. We're going to have a lot of a lot of them on the street. What do we have in mind to charge them? Ah, that's uh, a great yeah. question. Yes. Uh, and w what I have seen and worked with my various partners is that the charging infrastructure in our city right now is underutilized, right? I have heard from big, big, big like corporations like Revel that says that you know their their charging infrastructure. There's so much capacity left for people to charge, right? And so drivers need to know about their various mm -hmm. charging infrastructure uh, experiences. They need to go onto PlugShare, which is an app uh, through the Android or Apple Store, so that they can see where the charging infrastructure is in our city. But you're 100% right that there needs to be a lot more infrastructure. And that's why I'm working 
uh, within my agency with my other partners mm -hmm. like DOT uh, to ensure that we get more infrastructure for drivers. Um, it's not as easy as, you know, putting in a charging infrastructure and then the next day we have charging. <laughs> it has to be long-term planning. Gotcha. And that's why with DOT, we've just got a CFI grant of $35 million to uh, provide charging infrastructure where drivers live, right? In the Bronx, in Bronx. Queens, in Brooklyn, right? In our outer boroughs, we need to ensure that there's charging infrastructure so that they can charge their car overnight to 300 miles and then they can work the next morning. That's what we're focused on. And then there's also the national NEVI grants, right? By the Biden administration that the state has recently received funding. So we're gonna be fighting uh, to ensure that our passageways and our thoroughfares across our city has access to high speed charging infrastructure. But, you know, I, I think many drivers also know right now is that our, our Woodside facility, we're going under construction. Right. Yeah, Every yeah, time yeah. they go into inspection, they're going into construction. We're building 30, 30 high speed charging infrastructure at our own facility. Okay. That'll be available in 2025. And so, you know, I have to look at the short term, medium term, and long term. And that's why we're partnering across the board to ensure that drivers have the charging infrastructure that they need so that they can be successful. Awesome. Awesome. So, because they, we, we need that. I mean, the driver, they, 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 I mean, the, the the driver mind they see the problem before being the benefit, so they focus on all that. On the other point uh, that the drivers worry a little bit now is about the the new congestion tolls on yeah. 60th Street. Tell us about it. what do you have or well, what the city has. Uh, you know, right now it, it was a big win for all of us to do a per trip uh, cost. Right? Imagine okay. if it was uh, what was proposed, fifteen dollars per entry into the congestion zone. That would have been devastating to our taxi industry, to our yellow industry, to our for hire vehicle industry. But when we, when the administration fought, Mayor Adams fought, we went to a two dollar and fifty cent uh, per trip toll rate within the congestion zone, right? That is going to be passed on to the passengers, and then one dollar and twenty five cents for our yellow taxis. And so that is much better than the fifteen dollars entry and exit. And so. You know, that, that is why we have these partnerships, right? So that we can work on uh, a better result uh, that does not hurt drivers. And this is what we're, we're very excited by. But yes, congestion pricing is coming uh, and it's something that uh, our mayor and I, uh, we support and we wanna make sure uh, that, you know, uh, in the long run that drivers uh, can make a living faster, take passengers where they need to go. Uh, with less congestion, and that's a win for our industry. Yeah, I, I think when we see that re the result on the less congestion, the taxi driver they we, we got they got to be very happy to instead of taking you know from 60th Street to Wall Street 45 minutes that they can do it in 15. That's going to be a win-win there. That yeah, is a big yeah, win, right? Yeah. And th that I hope that is what uh, comes out of this, and mm -hmm. I I expect that hopefully this comes out, uh, and, and that would be a huge win for the entire uh, for hire vehicle sector. Because, you know, I, I think e even you, when, when someone wants to go to a doctor's appointment from the Bronx, they want to get there timely because they yeah. have a set appointment, right? When they want to make sure that they can get to uh, a fun event with their family, they want to get there on time. They don't want to be late. And, you know, to go three, four miles in 45 minutes, that's that's mm -hmm. not fun. That's not fun for anyone. And so I am very hopeful 
that congestion pricing works, and I, I expect it to work. Good, good. So driver, be clear, 250 for taxi driver to cross uh, below 60th Street, and is is passed on to the passenger. The that's passenger right. And it's a per trip pass. Yeah. So that, that, that that's a good thing, and we're we're working with the MTA on how we can build the infrastructure around that. But uh, there there is certainly uh, infrastructure already, right? You know, uh, like the Black Car Fund. I think they take two dollars and fifty cent or two point seven five percent cent. Or two point five. It's a good fund to have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so you know, there's infrastructure in place like yes. that, and so that we're just going to build on that uh, for every trip within uh, within the zone. Awesome, awesome. Commissioner, commissioner, uh, commissioner, though. That's right. <laughs> you got it. You said it right, right? You got it. Excellent, excellent. Any, any, any um, last minute, uh, you know, uh, something for our drivers. Hope for the drivers. I mean, that's right. That we did. Uh, uh, tell us something, uh, what you wish for the drivers? Uh, you know, I, I, I wish advice. for the drivers to be successful, to get out of predatory leases, uh, to ensure that there is a market, a industry that is for them, that works for them. Uh, and that's what I look at on a regular basis. From our regulatory framework, from our uh, internal workings to improve the lives of drivers, that is what we want. Uh, in the next two to three years, what I'm hopeful for is uh, a better interaction, a better, more improved customer service experience at our licensing facilities, uh, at our prosecution offices. You know, that is always a consternation that I hear from drivers uh, and at our uh, inspection facilities. They will see a whole new uh, way of business at the TLC. We are going through a $30 million modernization project, a $100 million uh, modernization project for our Woodside facilities. $30 $30 million for our systems. Uh, and that is all to help drivers do business with the TLC faster, more nimble, so that they can get on the road. That is our vision. That is what we want. Uh, and, and we're also working on building more infrastructure, uh, EV infrastructure, so that they can be successful and they can be on the road to do business uh, as a driver uh, in New York. Uh, that is my vision. That is my hope. Uh, and, you know, I, I just wish uh, all of our drivers, including you, uh, a very best holiday season, a merry holiday. And so thank you so much for allowing me to be here on the podcast today. Uh, it has been a wonderful pleasure, Mario, uh, and uh, a really good opportunity to work from, with you. Uh, it is uh, something that I know you care about our drivers. And, and so I so much appreciate being here today. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, the, uh, Commissioner. Uh, it's just humbly, uh, it's, a, it's an honor to have you here. Uh, that you have taken your time to to share with uh, with us and the the drivers. I mean, uh, you you thought what's going on in the industry because the driver usually they don't get the the right news from the they have different things that we said outside. Uh, so we usually we don't we have the, the driver have no time to get to the right, right. the right uh, news. I mean, the right uh, directions. Uh, so I'm very glad to have you here. I hope that all the drivers enjoy uh, all the information. I mean, everything was going on. And uh, really from the bottom of my heart, we appreciate it. Uh, may God bless you, Commissioner. And, and I hope the best. And that you keep uh, taking this industry to the next level. That's Thank you, Mario. Commissioner I appreciate it. You. Thank you very much. Thank you. Day.